Welcome to Bevington Banter, the show where we can sound like we're arguing even when we all agree. I'm Cassidy, and together with my brother Cade and dad Randy, each week we discuss a selection of news stories, topics surrounding the culture, and matters of freedom and faith. Thanks for listening. Follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Share it, and if you like what you hear, rate it five stars on Apple and Spotify. Do we have to give them the one minute? Or no. Recorded live. I have 659 In front of a studio clock. audience. I was Ronan Martin's laughing down live from downtown Burbank. We did test out all the classic intros. Live from cloudy Northwest Ohio. Green, it's Bevington so green. Banner. My yard is so green. I'll tell you. I'll just tell you. I am so happy to be here because we almost made it through fire season in uh, Nevada, Northern Nevada, and Northern California. But this last heat wave got us, and it is so smoky. They, they canceled today here for fog. They canceled schools. They canceled the university classes for smog or for smoke in, in Nevada today. It was so bad. So I was very happy to come get some fresh air for a few days. Well, you guys wanted to talk first about the FBI raiding my pillow, Mike Lindell. Yeah, the FBI. So the FBI pulled over Mike Lindell in a Hardee's drive-thru. Yeah, in Minnesota. Like, that the story... Actually, my greatest issue with the story was actually that they called Hardee's a restaurant. And to me, fast food, I just have a hard time it's not classifying fast food. in a it's restaurant. It's good food done quickly. But anyway, yes, the FBI got him in the drive-thru of Hardee's. They took his phone and they told him not to tell anyone. Isn't that even weirder? Don't tell anybody that we just took your phone. Because I heard that the same thing happened, uh, like... A few weeks ago to Jack Posobiec that works a lot with, um, well, with Steve Bannon, who also got arrested and uh, perp walked. Yeah, he's not that. It's, it's just people connected to yeah. Trump. And anything, anyone who's said that, basically, if you uh, believe, if you say that you believe that the election was stolen or something was fishy with voting, that's what this is. They, yeah, you, they got him on, they said, questions about the Colorado election and the Dominion voting machines. Yeah, you don't even have to say that the question that the election was stolen. You just have to have questions about whether you know was it really um, secure? Was it and that, that's enough. There, the bigger picture, other than Mike Lindell uh, being busted by the FBI or not busted, but a, a warrant served on him, is that there's a full-on purge going on. There is a political purge going on. I mean, they are serving warrants on all kinds of people, 35, 50, I've heard the numbers of Trump associates, and they're trying to get anybody. Trump is having a hard time getting good legal representation because they, are, they arrest his lawyers and they subpoena. When has that ever been allowed before? I mean, every show we've ever watched on TV, we've heard about you know, attorney-client privilege. You can't do that. And yet they're doing it. And it's purely to intimidate uh, lawyers and all the supporters so that nobody will support Trump and nobody will defend him. I mean, yeah. it's, and, it's and insane. They, they wouldn't dare come right out and say that we're going to take away your right for legal representation, but they don't have to if they scare off every potential legal representation. They don't have to come out and say, oh, they'll say, oh, well, he does have a right. It's just that nobody wants to... Uh, nobody, nobody wants to, you know, support him. Well, if you're maybe because we're harassing them, but basically making him a leper. If like, you're yeah, a good yeah. lawyer and you have a good practice going, you, the last thing you want is the FBI showing up at your office with subpoenas. So you just say, "Well, I'm just going. I'm not going to work for Trump. I'm not going to take his case because I don't want that." And, and next and, thing you know, he has nobody to def to defend him. And when Dan Bongino said that that was most likely what they were doing, he said that he has had friends of his that were lawyers that he's reached out to for representation and they said, yeah, we're not going to do that yeah. because they're afraid of what will happen to them if they represent such a high profile can, person on the right. Can you imagine if a lawyer, if one of Joe Biden or, or uh, Merrick Garland or somebody like that, if their lawyers were subpoenaed by the, could you, they'd lose their minds. You can't do that. You can't do that. And it, yeah, it's just so frustrating. Well, the FBI is not going to stop at Trump Associates because they might just come to your door, too, if anyone feels so inclined to give them a call and an anonymous tip, as they did to Lisa Gallagher, who's a suburban New Jersey wife and mother. The FBI showed up at her door the morning after Joe Biden gave the militaristic speech we all uh, know, the MAGA, uh, railing against the MAGA Republicans. They... Somebody called and gave them an anonymous tip that she was at January 6th at the, at Capitol. the Capitol. So this is how many, you know, over a year removed and a year and a half removed, 
and they just decided to show up at her door. Yeah, the mom's you... laying in her bed asleep. It's like early in the morning, you know, and one of her kids comes and gets her. The mom, the FBI is here. They have guns. They're, you know, I mean, can you imagine what that would be like? Don't you think that they would take that anonymous tip and at least before making a trip to New Jersey to check and see? Check all that geolocation. They were using all the geolocation data that they say is not accurate, but they used it to serve warrants on people who were there. Don't you think they'd at least cross-examine the geo data they have to see if that's in fact true? Because my guess is at the time that January 6th happened, the geolocation would show her probably in New Jersey. I want to, you know, I want to address, it's a little bit of a side note, but the, the cell phone geolocation, if you are familiar with the uh, Dinesh D'Souza film that he put out recently called uh, 2,000 2, 2, Mules, and they used cell phone geolocation information to track these people that went and dropped off all these uh, spurious, excessive, whatever you want to call them, illegal ballots at all these drop boxes. They'd go to these not liberal nonprofits, pick up all these phony ballots, I believe phony, that's my opinion, I guess, allegedly phony, and take them to drop boxes and drop them off. And the, push, the only pushback was, well, you can't use geolocation on cell phones. It's not that accurate to know that. Folks, I want to make something clear. Cell phone geolocation is admissible in a courts of law, in federal courts, in local courts. They convict people on that. They track people. They know where they're at. They're going after people because they use their cell phone geolocation at Planned Parenthood protest and things like that. Remember at Afghanistan when they blew up the innocent family? Yeah, yeah. Ten, they blew up ten, like 10 innocent people. They did that by cell phone geolocation. Our government sticks missiles in terrorist ears based on cell phone geolocation. It's a joke that they say it's not, that they, it's not trustworthy. I can zoom in on find my friends for goodness sakes and know what room of the house somebody is in. You, when you worked in Corona... I could tell you, remember one time I told you, I said, you're sitting on such a side of the building and you're on an exterior wall, blah, 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 in yes. your office, and that's where you were. I could <laughs> see what office she was in, in the building she worked in. Just through Apple's Find My Friends. Yes. Yeah, it's crazy. So this mom, somebody doesn't like her because she's got a Trump sign on her front yard, and so they call the FBI and they show up at her house with guns. But it's not just anonymous complaints now that are out to get you. It's credit card companies, too, um, giving, and I'm pretty sure that they would do this warrantlessly if they were asked to do so. Oh, yes. Because it's their idea to make the code for right. gun sales. They, you know how you can go into your credit card statement and it'll say, you're categorized spending retail or whatever other goods. Well, now you could see gun sales as a, ca they're categorizing your gun sales. I mean, they might not show you, but they are categorizing it. Guns and ammo anything and associated, gun parts. Basically, gun paraphernalia. Yeah, anything you buy from a, a website or a store that is a sporting goods store. You, well, it used to fall under specifically sporting goods, but now apparently they're, you know, zo they're zooming in on it even more. So this so was a gun sale. This was ammunition sales. So they might not pass an official gun registry, but um, this there, is... That's just it. There's no is it. way. There's not even any debate legally to do this, and yet they are doing it. How? And we just let them get away with it. And as long as we let them get away with it, they're going to continue to do it. And I'm just like, why are, why are these people being elected when they're doing things that are blatantly, and people vote for them, blatantly illegal? And I would say just to use different companies, like if one card does it, but this is, it's Visa, Visa MasterCard, and American Express. How, what's left? But they're, I mean, even these change. companies, they're, I, I feel... From what I understand, they're having these rules dictated to them by whatever this other company is in Geneva, correct? Well, or or, or Geneva, it's like no. an oversight kind of thing because Visa has expressed concerns with right. it. Even though they're part of the program, right. they're still expressing concerns. Geneva, Good, because that's the Costco credit card, and I do not want to give up my Costco credit card. <laughs> Geneva, that, that, they came up with the categorization. They do the codes, these codes to use. Visa had said, really, we don't want to do this. We don't think we should be a part of this. And then, like, almost overnight, it was like, yeah, I guess we're going to. Because think about it. Visa got $3.3 was it $3.3 billion in federal bailout during COVID. You don't think that the federal government uses that and said, oh, you don't want to track gun sales? Think again. Oh, I guess maybe we do want to track gun sales. This is what goes on. They're 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 You know, I think a lot of a lot of the bills that 
or and the and the things that they want to implement like this that are gun restrictive or anti-gun. Um, there's a lot of people who think that, who don't know that much about guns, who don't, who think who, like, oh, that sounds like a good thing. It sounds like it could indicate when, if somebody purchases a bunch, it sounds like we could see maybe they're going to, you know, attempt a mass, um, some sort of mass shooting event, or they think, oh, red flag laws, they sound like a good thing because it sounds like it would save lives, but they have no idea the implications. My friend I've mentioned who does the Guns and Mental Health podcast, they are against red, he's a healthcare professional or a mental health professional against red flag laws, um, pro-gun, and um, tries to educate people on the idea that you don't understand the, the people that it hurts in some cases where, um, and the idea that they can take your guns away with uh, hardly any evidence, but you have to have all this, um, there's no standard for when you're allowed to have it back. And um, and just different cases of where it hinders or is a danger to people to take their guns away. Kate, Kate, and I so again, on this one, I think people could say it sounds like a good thing, but they yeah. don't understand. A lot of people who are convinced in, to voting for these kinds of things don't necessarily understand the negative, the, the implications. Are you aware of any guns purchased from one of these retailers that would have been involved in any of these shootings that we hear publicized? How could I be aware of that? You mean like they're gotten legally? Is that? Uh, yeah, that somebody went to you know the sporting goods store and bought a gun and then went and shot up a school. Well, they're all okay. They're yes. Well, this that this does say so. A week they're, before, in the story that we have here, it says the week before the 2016 Pulse nightclub mass shooting in Orlando, Florida, the gunman purchased more than twenty six thousand dollars worth of guns and ammunition ammunition using credit cards. So that's the reasoning behind why this is important. I just don't see how that's anybody's business because I guarantee there's people who do that that have no intention of doing anything like that. I also guarantee that there's probably someone that knew that knew that guy and knew that he was doing this stuff and was like, this seems sketchy and probably should have said something. But people have also bought fairly cheap guns and then gone out and yeah. you know shot people anyway. And And the other thing is, doesn't it at least have to be combined with some kind of criminal record, because for the most part, you see all these, oh, well, there were no warning signs, um, which most of that is is bogus. But there could be a combination of seeing that the person bought a gun and having complaints from family members that would fall under red flags. But most of these people had, even though there was complaints about them, there was no previous legal record of them. They're, right. they're, they're not right. on the radar. They're not, they've never been booked for anything. They've never been charged with anything. How many? Yeah, you can't. Well, you, if you feared someone was a danger to, to themselves and you worried about them having the guns on them because you, you thought that they weren't mentally stable, I would much rather, instead of having red flag laws, make it legal for you. Because in some states, you can't even just give your guns or have them give their guns to you for a while so you can keep them. In a lot of states, that's legal without going through a background check and a process. I'd much rather say, hey, let's have some kind of good Samaritan laws around that, where if you thought the person was a danger to themselves, they could say, hey, I don't want these in my house right now um, until I get my head right, you know, and be able to have them somewhere else. What drives me crazy to always hear about, we got to have universal background checks. We got to have every weapon I've ever bought, every gun, I get a background check. I don't know anybody that's ever bought a gun through an FFL that didn't have a background check run on them. Now that Okay, that's true. The FFL part. I have definitely bought guns that I don't If you buy them through check. a retailer or an FFL, then you get a background check run on you. Yeah, and I guess you do get a background check run, and that's another thing that people don't understand is we do not have a gun registry in the United States, and it's illegal to have a gun registry. You... You get a background check. That background check supposedly stays with the gun dealer that you bought it from. They have to keep it for, I think, six years. Most of them probably keep them beyond that. But I am a little suspicious where they do go because it's not all done on paper anymore. There's a lot of gun dealers where you go in and you actually fill out that same form that you used to fill out with a pen. You do it on the computer now. Well, and you can't can tell right me there. that that just lives on the computer at the gun dealer. Oh, no. Um, but there, there are no, there are no gun registries, and this, and it's illegal, which is why they're doing the things like this credit card, which is why they are tracking uh, the purchase of holsters instead of guns. They want to get, uh, they want to talk to holster companies and the shipping companies that work for the holster companies to get a list of the holster customers. Because if you buy a holster, you have a gun. It's a roundabout way to do a registry. It's the same reason why they're trying to do pistol brace amnesty for uh, AR pistols right now. They, they, 
They've been legal for a decade. There are tens of millions of them out there, and now all of a sudden they want to offer amnesty. So, uh, well, you're breaking the law, but we're going to create this shortcut so that you can register it real quick. No, it's more gut. They will do anything they can. Step one in taking the guns is having a list of people that own them. Absolutely, that has to be done, and they'll do anything, any roundabout way to to get it done, and that's what this credit card thing is. Well, on top of that, the scary... so many of the politicians and the media that report on it have no idea yeah, what the they're that they talking have, they don't, about. They don't know anything about so guns to begin with. I saw this ABC News story. CBS News is what you... you oh, CBS. Okay, so I'm sorry. CBS News story report. They had an article where they talked about... That they've you know, We always down. hear about assault weapons, assault weapons, which that's not a thing, okay? So now they use the term an assault revolver. The headline that has a high yeah. capacity magazine. There's like 95 things wrong with that statement. They, it was embarrassing. They, they pulled the story down, but you can read stories about it. And I'm just imagining like maybe it was just a revolver with like a massive big uh, drum. Yeah, drum that was just like gigantic. Well, but it's still not a magazine. Gun. Yeah, it's still not a magazine. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they don't, revolvers don't have magazines. And I can't imagine how you'd make a revolver high capacity. High capacity. Does somebody define for me what high capacity is? Two bullets. <laughs> a double barrel shotgun is high capacity. <laughs> it's just, it's so crazy. What's, and they use, you know, they're talking about AK 14s and, 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 uh, a, you know, AR 47s and they don't have any, uh, every time they talk, something stupid about guns comes out of their mouth. I always am reminded of the one story where they talked about the, uh, they're like, oh, the, the assault weapon is, it can fire at high rates and it has uh, rails where you can put attachments. And one of the examples that like, it was like ABC or CBS, someone like that. One of the examples they gave for things you could put as an attachment on your guns was a chainsaw, like from a <laughs> video game. And this was in a real news article. They have no idea what they're talking about. Now, could you attach a chainsaw to a rifle? Absolutely, I could get that done. But it's not <laughs> something you can just buy off it the shelf. It doesn't seem very practical. No. It, hey, sometimes you can hunt and cut firewood at the same time. <laughs> All of this, them taking our guns, meanwhile, crime is rampant, we know, and policing is just, we're short, nobody wants to be a cop because it's so dangerous and except the they don't have enough of them. Don't want to and be except cops. for, yeah, so we have Those two, people this is a double whammy, double whammy here. We have one New Orleans police officer who resigned mid shift because he logged into his computer and there were 40 calls waiting, but there were only 35 officers on duty, 35 officers to cover eight districts. And there was one occasion where there was only literally only one officer on duty in New in Orleans. City of New Orleans. And he's like, one I can't work in this environment. What? Meanwhile, we have other cops, a female cop. I, you guys found that video. I don't even know how to describe. I'm going to play the video now. This is a police officer. I'm speaking for myself, but I'm probably speaking for a large majority of other officers out there. If we're driving on the freeway in our police car, Get the f*** out of the way. Get the f*** out of the way. If you merge and we follow behind you and we merge too, you're probably in trouble. Best way to find that out is get the f*** out of the way. I can go 90 miles an hour. You can't. You can't do that. So get the f*** out of the way. If us officers stay behind you long enough, we can find a reason to pull you over. So you might as well get the f*** out of the way. Super simple. That's all. So basically she's above the law. I can do whatever I want. I can go 90 miles an hour. You can't get out of my way. And if I don't like you, I'll find a reason to pull you over. She said, if you see a police car behind you, just move over and get out of the way. Period. Any time, any place, any situation, just Not move lights over. and sirens. Yeah. Let me, just get yeah. out of the way. I'm allowed to drive 90 miles an hour. False. And that's... And- I still think, as cops of, of from that generation, I've said this before on the show probably she multiple really times. That. I'm afraid that the whole defund the police, it made, you know, officers who, had, who were there for the right reasons, officers who had been there for a long time, getting close to retirement, it made their lives miserable. The summer of 2020 made their lives so miserable that they quit the job that 
in a lot of cases, they loved. It was that what they wanted to do for their entire career, and they quit because they couldn't take it anymore. And then all of a sudden, we saw all these big municipalities freaking out because we don't have any police officers. Well, let's refund the police. And then they had the campaign for refund the police, except they didn't put those same officers back in those positions. They hired the new generation. They hired this lady. They hired... They hired yes men. They they hired people who obviously do not know the law that would just do their bidding. A hundred percent, I think, defund the police, refund the police was just a mass replacement scheme to put the officers that they wanted in the position that they wanted them. To get thugs that would carry out what they wanted. And the same thing is going on in the military. I mean, the COVID... All the people that didn't want to take the injection, the, the injections and stuff, they were getting rid of, of, of patriotic duty, honor, high character people. And then they run all these recruiting ads to get all these woke, uh, you know, woke people with, you know, you've, you've, I don't know if you've seen the commercials with all kinds of weird, you know, I, well, I don't want to put it on, I don't want to put it on tape. <laughs> All these super woke people into the military and get the people that have always wanted to defend the country, country for the right reasons out of the military. It's the same thing. They want to replace it. They want a military. They want a police force. But they want it with people that are politically aligned with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Nancy Pelosi and Adam Schiff and, and, and on and on and on. That's what they want. Yeah, that's And they tell them to go on food and, stamps and they say, when they're hey, having a sorry, hard time. That was a, a legitimate... The Pentagon. the Pentagon came out and told army, told soldiers who were struggling and their families just apply for food stamps. So I'm going to lay my life on the line for my country, and you can't pay me enough to where I have, to, and I have to go on food stamps. I can't believe, I can't believe that they were 52 percent behind their recruiting quota for the year. <laughs> yeah, isn't that appealing? Here's your application for food stamps, along with your uh, <laughs> sign, sign on the dotted line that you're giving your life and you're going to die. Also, here's food stamps application. I have a feeling that's probably where a lot of recruits walked out. Well, there's, you have this because it, it, it's more expensive because we have all these inflation issues. So now they're using food stamps. I mean, if, well, if, that was their if response. you haven't seen inflation it was in, up yeah. again. Inflation went back up. The market took the biggest hit single day crash that it has since June 2020. COVID started. Yeah, since this started. Um, it did come back up a little bit, but... But it's just going to get worse because if you also didn't hear, uh, we are on the verge of a railroad and port strike. Yeah, you think you, you got supply, supply, po- supply chain issues are a problem right now. Inflation, you know, as we always say, and simply put, is too many dollars chasing too few goods. And we all see that now. People that can't get things that they've ordered, they can't get products that they need. It's, 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 a, it's literally on a slow boat from China. Um, and it doesn't get here. And now they... You think you got supply chain problems now? Yeah, shut down the railroads and shipping. I, it's crazy. I mean, we already had this issue once where all those boats were pile, all the ships coming over from wherever they're coming they from. They still are. They're still stacked up in the ports. They're just not reporting on it any longer. And now, instead of just unloading them slowly, they won't be unloading them at all. All of those things are just going to sit there and rot. What would you think of a government that says... We are going to raise interest rates. That's how you combat inflation. You make the interest rates higher so that there's less borrowing and less economic activity going on because it costs you more to borrow money. So you raise interest rates to kind of dry up some of the money supply. And here's another same, trillion dollars for Ukraine. At the same time, our federal government is printing out money faster than their mach- as fast as their machines will go, spending hundreds of billions of dollars every other week in some new spending bill. They are direct contradictory. Now, what do you think is going on in your government that is doing those two directly opposed things at the same time? I have no answer. Chaos. They want chaos and they're getting it. So we're, we're sending a, yeah, at, at the same time that all this is happening, we just announced uh, some big spending thing for defense of Taiwan also. We, I hadn't heard we, that. Yeah, we, we're giving, I saw that story today that we are giving Taiwan money now to well, we're Before funding, any invasion but we're also happens. funding China. 
Are we not? Like, so we're funding both sides, which we did before. This is not the first time that we've been funding both sides in the war. Okay, but at the, yeah, exactly. That's the exact I, same yeah, thing that we're we've gonna always give money done. to defend Taiwan. It's but the same thing that happened with the Pakistan, Pakistani ISI. Yeah, we that's gave, what I said. We gave that's them money and they funded the Taliban yeah. and then we spent our own money for our own soldiers Taliban. to fight against the Taliban yes. who were being funded by a group that we were giving money. Yes. Well, think about, <laughs> think about all this green stuff. Virtually almost 100% of our windmills that we have right outside of town here come from China. Virtually all of our solar panels and all that thing comes from China. So we got Joe Biden and them doing business with China, and they're pushing the green agenda. I mean, talk about a conflict of interest. And then we're going to, so we're giving them all kinds of money. He is taking money out of the strategic oil reserve to try to lower prices here, and he's putting it on a tanker and selling it and sending it to China. And then we're going to give Taiwan money to defend themselves against China. I want to move on to the next topic. Vote, vote Bevington for Congress. This happens sometimes. This actually happens. The next topic is probably background. not going to be much better. I'll just say, let's talk about the next thing, and that's where Cassidy puts the hard cut in because I'm just done. Well, <laughs> what is the next one that? Uh, <laughs> uh, people dying from the vaccine. Yes, I we alluded to the military. There was another story that's come out that they're, you know, they're replacing them with their people and they're, you know, to force the vax on them is part of it, part of rooting out the good um, military members. But the, the ones who they are left with are then falling dead of heart or, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Air quotes, natural causes. Oh yeah. I saw that the specific man who, story. The man who set a record in the physical fitness test, but then collapsed after a cardio event. And okay, I will say, I'll preface this with saying that I could not find the the source for this one is not like a main news. It's it's the Liberty Loft, but because nobody I would imagine would report on this um, with this information. But yeah, so take that for what it's worth that the source is not a normal any, one of our normal sources. Can either one of you explain succinctly excess death rate? More people are dying. And what do you? Well, that's what they they keep talking about, and I haven't done a lot of looking into it, but they're saying that there, you should not have this excess death rate where all of a sudden these numbers spike up and there's no clear explain, explanation. The reason of why? And yeah, everybody is pointing. It's, it's obviously, because it, it's not COVID. It's not the, the actual COVID. They know why those people die. No, they created it's, a whole new it's category. It's the injections. Yeah, they created a whole new category. We've always had sudden infant death syndrome. They legitimately have sudden adult death Unexplained syndrome Unexplained death, yeah. Because they don't know why these people are dying. And you it's know who ev- does now? Everybody who doesn't. It's, it's the Dutch. Yeah. The yeah, Dutch, the- I think, are on to something. Although they, so the Dutch stopped only the AstraZeneca vaccine for anyone under 50 oh. years. Actually, this says under 60 in the story I have. They ceased the AstraZeneca vaccine for anyone under 60 pending reviews. Um, I think they cited blood clots in this one, but... And now uh, I heard Biden is saying he's going to, they're going to cure cancer. And they're proposing that it's going to be mRNA technology to do it, which is the technology that they're using in the corona, the COVID vaccine. No, thank you. I, ha- I, I, I do not want anything to do with mRNA vaccines put into my body. Not, at least not at this point in life. I don't need it. And so I certainly don't want, I see all the damage it's doing. I don't want to, I don't, I don't see something that is being, linked to causing cancer as being um, something that's going to defeat cancer. <laughs> it's, it's almost like raising the interest rates and printing more money at the same time. What's the name of that website to track the progress of curing cancer? Has Joe <laughs> Biden cured cancer money? yet? Dot com. The money Go that to his... it. it just says no. <laughs> and then there's his a video of him making the statement that they were going to cure cancer. <laughs> it's our cancer moonshot. Yeah, that's what he called it. I think Do you want to talk about Oberlin College? That's your story. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, we don't have to. It's it's an Ohio school. That's true. When they said, oh, when I heard Oberlin, I said, hey, I know where that is. Uh, well, so the, well, this is kind of an old story, but it's just come back because the the decision has just come down. So it was an Oberlin in the it's Oberlin, Ohio, right? It's yeah. in Oberlin. Yeah. There's a bakery and. Uh, there was some kids, some students from Oberlin in there, and there was they were underage, had fake IDs, and basically, and it's a family-owned business. There was a student who 
the clerk, who was the owner's son, believe was shoplifting. They were attempting attempting shoplifting. He tried to try him, tried to stop him, ended up chasing him out of the store. Um, and then anyway, afterwards, these students alleged that this was racism. Racism. They admitted. They even admi- they admitted to the shoplifting. And then the but the school still anyway, a bunch of students rallied and held this, you know, big thing, accused the bakery or the business of racism. And the there was school, a student Senate resolution that condemned yeah. the Gibsons and it was emailed to all the students and they convinced the school also to stop, and they said, stop using stop them going as a to food the bakery. Provider. Yes. Yeah. And so it just I do they, they used still to provide exist? baked goods to the I yeah, I believe so. And so because that could have easily put them out of business. Yeah, so obviously, since these nothing happened, these students admitted to what they were doing. The bakery, the business sued for libel, and they ended up, um, the court just issued the decision that, that Oberlin is going to pay. I, well, because Oberlin tried to appeal, and it was shot down by the Ohio Supreme Court. And so Oberlin College now has to pay the bakery $37 million in damages, the family and the bakery and... Um, I don't know, but I'm expecting some pretty fancy yet, cupcakes. Yeah, some of the news. Million dollars. Some of the stories that come out still are headline, as in like Oberlin College agrees to pay bakery thirty-seven million. Well, they were or, ordered a, to. Yeah, agrees to pay or to pay thirty-seven million dollars to bakery uh, um, accused of racism, or like they just frame it in a way that you know, no, that's not what happened. The court found that it was completely ridiculous. So, still trying to be spun. Oh, it's spinning. We could just move to something totally. I, was gonna say, I have an interesting, totally off the wall. Let's just totally change gears here. I saw a story that there was that they found a new super planet, uh, that's or a super Earth-like planet that could be, um, it's like Earth-like and that it could support life theoretically. Where, where right? Where do they find this at? I don't know, but it but it's out there. I my question when I saw it was even if oh it's a, the headline is a newly discovered planet forty percent larger than Earth may be suitable for life. But I thought, even if there were intelligent life on another planet, do you think that God would prevent us from ever finding them or crossing paths with them, interacting with them? Like, if he did create, like we've talked about, there's nothing necessarily... Yeah, maybe he's doing it for their sake, though. There's nothing necessarily biblical (laughs) that says that he couldn't have created another people on another planet. if... Yeah, I don't know. Do you think know. he would make it, like, prevent us from ever I being able no to actually... I have no idea. I have no idea. If All he I cares know, about the other planet, then yes. If, he will prevent us meeting. If he's given them something like we call the Bible, it has to be exactly like ours. Yeah. Because we can't yeah. add to or take away from ours. Right? But think about this. I've heard people propose this. If an alien who's traveling a bazillion light years had the intelligence to do that, came down to Earth, and they wanted to, like start running the show, and we have Joe Biden, wouldn't you let him? Probably, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, they got to be a lot smarter, <laughs> They're a lot smarter than, than him. Yeah. Well, it does, everybody's smarter than him. Yeah, everyone would be just totally <laughs> in awe of the technology that got that person here and how intelligent they were, but I still think they'll reject them when they find out that that alien is a Christian. <laughs> that's true. If he's a Christian, they won't want him to run then the show. No way. Well, if, that, if that alien showed up and said, oh, I know Jesus, I believe in Jesus, they go, well, then you Never you mind. You, you, go I get back in your spaceship, you, yeah, yeah, fly back to other universe. We don't want that. Yeah. No, they be, then they go all of a sudden, we're being invaded. Wait, that's it what? Was, for previous to that, it was a visitation. <laughs> that's now why it's a, the government well, actually, that's why it's all classified. Because the aliens yeah. are Christians. They're like, yeah. yeah, we know Jesus. Come on. <laughs> I knew it. Just because it's a conspiracy. Conspiracy doesn't mean it's not happening. Hey, all a conspiracy means is that two people are in agreement. We, the three of us right now, have a conspiracy to sit up here and talk into these microphones. And make fun of leftists. Yes, and overthrow the... Fe- Never mind. <laughs> so we do have to tell... We got to talk about this real quick? I, I don't talk know. About what? I don't know what this we is. We have to at least Correct. point to it for me to know. <laughs> we did talk a lot about the FBI in the beginning, but this is... We should have put this in there, but that's okay. Yeah. It's we, been an ongoing theme in the show. You should at least know at this point that we know someone who was applying to be an agent in the FBI. So we have received word. We figured out the reason that FBI was kind enough to inform of why she was not, why they just randomly, without saying anything, she was going through the background check process and they just decided to we cut were, her off. We were references. Yeah, we, well, yeah. Well, that you guys didn't even get talked to. I actually, idea. I actually got contacted for her background check. Oh, I am way too far Probably back. Probably because they saw that you had 
previously a security clearance. Right. And so they actually contacted me. Oh, I deleted. But also, also if they just like Googled our name as a reference for her to be in the FBI. She got a a letter that said, you know, that that it gave, and there was a big square block in it. Well, she asked for, can I know why I, why the process was cut off? And so they sent her a letter and they list off the potential. There's a spot where it says suitability adjudicative guidelines and it lists off seven reasons why they could cease the background check process. And then there's a big box where it says the following suitability concerns were noted and could not be mitigated. And here's where they would list, you know, the numbers one through seven of which ones there were. And it's a giant blank box. They gave no reason. (laughs) So I photoshopped it. And in that big box, I wrote the Bevingtons because I... I'm we pretty joking, sure that. Well, but if they ran, in reality, all they would have to do is Google. If they Google the name Bevington, Bevington Bannon would come up. And if they listened to ten minutes, there of was it, no way. There's no like, way she's no, getting she's in the FBI. Out. So we probably there's a good chance we are the reason that. However, we're she not. Didn't get we're, in not the FBI. we're not sorry. We're not really sorry. sorry. Not sorry. Because I think she's also being totally protected from being there and she's non they would say hey we can't corrupt and manipulate this person so she's yeah, they, too so, morally yeah, you have good. honor and integrity and high moral character yeah you, you can't be in the fbi sure. so we're either going to sports next or we're doing questions i know i this is we we're passionate about a couple sports things but i don't know that anyone here is did anybody watch sunday night fo- monday, Wait, monday monday night, night football? football yeah oh did my. you watch the end of the you game watch- it was insane. Okay. I've never Denver, seen a worse Denver head coach debut in my life. 16 to 17? Yes. And, and they is, they're moving down the field. They're about the 40-some. They get to like the 40-something yard line. Okay, Denver has just traded, or they, yeah, traded, paid a ton of money to get Russell Wilson as their quarterback. That's yeah, over $200 Big million. Name, awesome dude, right? So you would think, oh, we have a quarterback we can trust, right? We trust him and we know. This Nathaniel Hackett, first game as a head coach. They get down. There's like a little over a minute left. Fourth and five from the 40-something yard line. And they and they don't call a timeout. They have all their timeouts the, uh, down they to have, the wire. Yeah, three timeouts. And everyone in America is watching their TVs going, call timeout, call timeout, letting the clock run down. All the way down to 20 seconds to where they, they had to take to. a timeout because otherwise they were going to get a delay of game penalty. And they said afterward that it was intentional. It was but on the way, purpose. They were no setting way. up the field goal. No way. A 64-yard field goal attempt, which would have been the second longest field goal made in NFL history. Instead of going for fourth and calling a timeout and going for fourth going and for five. It, when you have an NFL one of the MVP top, quarterback. Yes, an MVP quarterback. When, and a kicker that has never hit. He's beyond Never 60 yard hit field goal. A field goal over 60 yards, yes. But what was even more bizarre was after having all your timeouts and letting all that time run off from 102 down to 20 seconds and then taking it to, They missed. They missed the field goal. Seattle gets the and ball then back. At that point, there's no way that Seattle can win the game. No way. The game is Denver. over. Denver, the, yeah, it or Denver. Game. Denver cannot win the game. And he calls just, his, he calls Seattle his just has to take a couple of knees and the clock runs out. And then, and then, calls his then the Denver. Coach calls timeout twice when there's no possible way to get the ball back and win the game. And I said to Kate, I said, do you think he thinks it's the end of the third quarter? And not know. the fourth quarter? I just don't there's believe no, that that was the, that the reason I don't believe that was as dumb the game as the plan. other look. That made it look far I think worse. he looked even more dumb the next day when he said uh, in the press conference or just some sort of media, he said, yeah, it was a wrong decision. We should have gone for it. Revelation. <laughs> What a revelation. That should be the shortest NFL head coaching yeah, career. Yeah, I, I, one game. I one game, you're right fired. There. You're too dumb to coach my football team. <laughs> I don't care if it's only your first game. And then, we, well, we talked about you should have just somebody who does nothing but manage the clock. There are but, teams that do. But my only thing with that is if I was going to be that guy, then I would, look, the deal is my word is absolute. If I say we call timeout, we call timeout. I don't want to hear any. There's no discussion. If this is my job, then that's what we're doing. But he obviously needs somebody to do that for, for him. Also, this was the first thing that I, pretty much the first thing I brought up when I got in the car last night at midnight at the Detroit airport. Yeah, I get, she gets in the car at 1230 like, at night in my, in my car, pick her up, and she just starts railing on the football game. Uh, so should we take, uh, should we take questions? Yeah, we got a mic. Yeah. Does anybody, anybody got a question or a comment or? A story you want talked about? 
Oh, we got a Seahawks fan back there. Gino, Gino. G- also we, hilarious. They're chanting Gino Smith. We, we laughed about that because <laughs> when the game first started, I was, I was, I was like, I said who's the, kid? the quarterback I said, for Gino the Seahawks? Smith. I go, isn't, Gino Smith. Wasn't he that guy they hated in New York? Yeah, he, they hated him so much he got punched out in the locker room. They broke his jaw, had to have it wired shut. He's going to be just good enough to not get them a good draft quarterback yeah, in the draft. and he hasn't started <laughs> a game in, in eight, eight years. years and then i i told my dad before the game started i'm like i hope he just goes off i hope he has like the greatest game and at the end of the game he's like 25 for 28 i told kate yards i said yeah. he's 17 Three for 18 what this is crazy i in the uh to the in the uh the sideline person afterwards asking him he and he he had a quote they wrote me off i ain't right back I well, right back. Yeah, that's what he to, said. <laughs> to your to your go Seahawks uh, chant. Um, there's no certainly no guarantee that the uh, Denver would have won and got that. Right. You know, also there's not, not taking anything away from the Seahawks. But you Seahawks, have a lot better chance of making was, a 64 yard field goal. Yeah, Google. really ridiculous on the Denver Broncos part. Any more questions? <laughs> or we just depressed you too? Well, much? that wasn't a question anyway. Back on the uh, gun story. Is, Is that, that on? Okay, back on the gun story. I believe when you're talking about trying to get people that would know and turn them in or say, I don't want guns in the house right now until I get my head on straight and all that, didn't the parents of the Uvalde shooter, they had the opportunity to have their son committed for a while, and he didn't, they didn't do it? They, that was also true with the shooting that happened at Marjorie Stoneman Douglas, the one from 2017. Yeah, same, he was on the radar. Same case. He was on the radar. They'd been there a bunch of times, and they had and that the same father, option. So, the yeah. father even bought the gun for that kid, I'm thinking, for Uvalde. No, they drove him there, though. Something and actually, the, the, whatever family member had driven him there, because I don't think it was his parents. I think it was like a grandparent. There was a grandfather, Yeah, there was grandparents involved, yeah. and he wasn't actually living with his parents. I don't, I don't even know if his parents are in the picture at all, but they drove him there. And the story from that guardian is that he lied to them and said he was going in to do something else and then came out walking out, walking out with the two rifles. Um, yeah, he spent yeah. a crazy. Yeah. He spent. He bought a Daniel Defense. I know for one, and that's a, those are nice guns. Yeah, he must but have spent at least two thousand dollars on that rifle. Mom and Dad don't want to commit well, their little kid, you know. And I, I don't saw, know if you're going to ever get anybody that'll. I saw stand the up interview with the grandfather. An interview, and he's like, "Well, you know, he's just kind of. What are you going to do?" And it's yeah. just, it's like, oh my gosh, it's like you know, oh, he's going. You know, I, I'm so crazy. He just thought he was going through a phase. It's the next thing I. It's the same thing I hear with the whole transgender stuff. I just thought my son was going through the phase. Next thing I know, the courts take him away and cutting so body parts. Yeah, I don't part, know. You're going to have a off. hard time finding because okay, if you do have loving, caring parents who are paying attention, that kid's probably not going to shoot up a school. So it's kind of it's kind of something where catch twenty two. Yeah. So and, and if and if you do have a kid with the attitude who's going to shoot up a school. Parents probably don't care that much. So, yeah, you're right. You, you, if you have parents who aren't involved, those are the parents I'm, who aren't going to adjudicate their child. Don't you think if you were a teacher in that school, if you were that ch- kid's teacher, you would be like, mm, I think I should keep an eye on this kid. Don't you think that there would be things that would indicate in school, in behavior, or, yeah, she's nodding yes. The yeah, but unless is unless yes. you do something ahead of time, what does it matter? I'm, well, keep, I mean, I'm keeping an eye I mean, on to him. Talk to he's someone, acting to really weird, someone. and then you're yeah. still keeping an eye on him, and now he has a gun. Well, what is, that you what tell good to an keep an eye on him do? And they check in on that. Yeah, but they but family. they've done that. Yeah. Yeah. They right. check in on him, they and then and then they leave. And every time you're like, oh, the suspect was known to local law enforcement, or the suspect was known to the FBI. They they already know them. And I'm I'm gonna get conspiracy e here, but there's just, I don't think they care. And if anything, I'm much closer to leaning towards these kids are like sleepers because there was some weird thing with the newest Uvalde where this kid had like a court ordered therapist and the therapist was known to specialized in hypnotism and all kinds of weird. And they called it like project, uh, Project Dream something. I don't know. The response to Uvalde is inexplicable. The response from the law enforcement is there is no explanation for them handling it the way they did. 
I did have a situation, uh, and this is going on probably 30 years ago, so obviously times were different, but it was in California. Um, at a junior high I was teaching at, and I had the student come into the classroom partway through the year, wore a black trench coat every day. So I finally went to the office and asked, what, what's the story on this kid? Where'd he come from? And they said, well, he was expelled from another school for bringing a weapon on campus. So I had to have a rule, no trench coats allowed in my classroom. But yeah, so those were a different, I guess, a different time. I don't know. So at that time, they just would send you to a different time, school. At the same time, though, no offense, that's a garbage rule because it doesn't matter. He's supposed to take the trench coat off when he walks through the door? Well... I mean, what if he did? And there was like uh, two shotguns slung down on his sides. I mean, what are you going to do? Nothing. I, I'm going to put. You on can't the- just make a rule where there's no trench coats. You got to make schools hard targets. That's the only. That's the only way. I'm I'm going to put on my teacher hat here for a moment. When you talk about the parents and the grandparents and the you know and this whole idea, like I said, they're just going through a phase and all that. And I know this, if, if you think that I'm, if you think I'm just patting myself on the back or something, well, too bad, get over it. I'm going to say it anyways. Our kids never went through a phase. Not that they weren't typical teenagers, and I didn't trust them any farther than I could throw them, but they didn't go through a phase because we were involved in their lives. We loved them. We watched over them. We cared for them. We taught them. We knew what was going on with him, and you would hear, you know, the occasional little snide remark about how we were always involved, what people thought, too involved with our kids' lives. And I said, pretty much, pretty much, I knew where my kids were and what they were doing 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, as long as they lived in our home. More days than there are More days than there are days in a year. I knew what was going on. But am I happy with what it resulted in? Absolutely. Because it's not that I don't think that they were good kids. It's because I know what kids can do. I know what can end up happening, what can start off not being that big a deal. Yeah, because you are a way worse one than neither of us. Yeah, that's right. And plenty of good kids do really dumb, harmful things. They're not bad kids. They're just kids. And so if you don't, if you're a parent out there listening to me, I say this with all loving care and concern. If you're not willing to do the, that work and have that, your life controlled that much by raising kids, then don't have them because that's what it takes. And if you're not willing to do that, then don't have the children. I, don't, I, would, also, I would also want to tell people, you can also do right things and do everything in your power and still have occasionally that will happen i will i will grant that but we never but even the people that we know that we're sure they're great families we don't know what trust goes on me, in their house you don't know what yeah. goes on inside the walls of that house yes. trust me after 32 33 years in ministry you don't know and, and it took times, and there were times, and it's uncomfortable. Somebody comes to the house, some teenage kid that we know because mom teaches at their school. Or it I wasn't had, that uncomfortable. And, and, and I just had, told him my parents wanted, don't like they want me. our son to go somewhere Kate with him. No problem. It's I can like, go with you, no, but you I can't, can't go, go with him because <laughs> I know them and I know what they're up to. And no, you can't go with him. Yeah, there were and, two, two guys came to the house, and we were going to go to the movies. And they told me they didn't want me going with one in particular because my dad had had him teaching as a substitute. And um, he knew what he was like. And I knew what he was like, so I didn't care much that he said this. And I, so I walked back out there and I said, well, I can go with you, but I can't go with you. <laughs> my, my dad doesn't like you. <laughs> and, and he knew why. Yeah, he was not it was surprised. not a surprise to him. The kid wasn't surprised. He knew they, my dad didn't like him. And he didn't even say, why don't you like me? He knew. But then there's the, you can hang out here. Because there's always the day, the first time that Corinne and I really hung out. And she came over and dad came, or I don't know which one of you came home. Well, mom, mom comes home. Mom yeah, mom school, knows her. And she, she goes, like, oh, I don't what know, is, this is Corinne good. Metzger doing in our driveway? And now, here she is. But it's better to have her in our driveway yeah. than you in hers. Yes. That's the point. Next question. Comment, comments? Sure. Sure. I, I basically, nothing but contempt for our, our media. If they do any research at all, they'd know what they were talking about referring to firearms. AK, automatic Kalashnikov, developed in 1947. Armalite rifle, Eugene Stoner's development. Hunter Biden should be in jail. Form 4473, he lied. 
if that was any of us, we'd be locked up and throw away the keys. And the way he lied was to say that he was not addicted to any illegal substance. He was. You have to mark that you're not that you're not addicted to whatever you know substance. And the, he was a crack addict. So that alone was a felony. Yes. So yeah, proudly recorded on his laptop. Yes, yes. I don't know the exact penalties. I've I've read them, but I can't recite it. But it is it is pretty pretty stiff uh, pretty stiff uh, it appears that the department the entire department of justice the fbi probably the cia any anybody else you want to throw in and, and they're, they're all in cahoots uh i'll, I'll put it charitably and uh how, how do we come combat this uh, without open warfare what do we do as as just voting civilians i feel like we ask this question to each other all the time and right now um and i feel like i've said this too much but i'm i'm waiting to see what happens in november because my opinion could dramatically change overnight depending on how the midterms go because right now right now i'm i see an upside i see a swing when you have when you have 59% of respondents willing to answer that FBI the FBI is, is, Biden's, is Gestapo. Biden's personal Gestapo I see things I see public perception shifting in a way that's definitely good now for some reason it seems like public perception does not really play itself out at the polls and well, that's a whole it, nother story even if it does what good has it done us in the past to have Republicans in charge of yeah, both completely parts useless. of I will say at the same time, another thing that makes me feel good is this really does look like a new breed of Republicans. The people who are running and the people who are winning races, yeah, you're still going to have the old fuddy-duddies, but if you get a large enough percentage of new Republicans gain a certain amount of popularity, and even if it's only 20% of them, and they get super, super popular, you will see the mainstream rhinos follow their lead. Because, because they don't want to get booted out. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So well, it, or they'll it doesn't retire. take a majority. They'll retire if they lose their positions of power. It doesn't take a majority of Congress. It doesn't even take a majority of Republicans. I feel like if you just get, you know, 30 really good new blood in the House, you know, even 15 new good Republican senators that things will really swing. Because, yeah, because as my dad used to say, the Republicans have been in office. When all this stuff is going on and they're destroying our country, they're doing nothing. They're as useless as tits on a boar, to quote Howard. So um, they have done nothing. Kevin McCarthy, yeah, if we get new people in it, he needs to be voted out. Uh, Mitch McConnell, they, he needs to be voted out as far as the leadership in both the House and the Senate. That's what has to happen. But yeah, so I'm I'm with you, totally on you. And I keep saying I'm waiting to see what happens in the in the midterms in November. But at the same time, I I look at things that are going on. What the FBI is doing, what is so clearly in a, in a like you said, 59 percent of the people saying yes, we believe they're basically just Biden stormtroopers. Why are we not out in the street in mass carrying signs? Having, having rallies stating this, making it a public issue. We never do that. Why is Kim Fox turning Chicago into, you know, uh, some escape from New York dystopia and nobody is out, you know, picketing her office? Why Who's don't Kim we do Fox? those things? She's the Prosec Chicago prosecutor. Oh. Return. Soros elected prosecutor. I mean, why, why don't we do those things? Why don't we, we, they're going to keep because doing the FBI, it as long if, as when we, you do, the as, FBI shows up. I don't door. care. As long as we let them do it, they're going to continue to do it. And this idea that the FBI will run, well, let's go pick at the FBI. I mean, yeah, we should you, be outside of there. We should be outside of their building. You have to be really cautious about just also, though, putting out an announcement of a mass gathering because yeah, I know it, th that's the difference. They'll intercept is, it and well, it's not. Shut it no, down no, no, no. It's not even that. You don't know who's showing up, and you still can't convince me that January sixth did not have instigators in yeah. the crowd. So if you plan something else and you do something like that you're going to get FBI instigators in the crowd. Whereas when Antifa, right. Black Lives Matter, gathers, 
we they do get violent and it doesn't matter when we go if, if we were to do we that, don't want to get violent i'm not going there with the intention violent. of being we violent. don't want to get violent but let's say that there's some you know some antifa black hoods that are wearing maga hats that start some problems and then all of a sudden that's the major headline for two years yeah i mean i've thought about this a lot there's a better chance that you might get some positive traction as a movement, it, being a martyr more likely than yes. you are in fighting back. That I was going to say, I, I hesitate to bring in biblical examples when we're talking politics because it's not always one, when we're fighting for a political belief versus we're standing up for our um, spiritual beliefs. But I think of where we've read this book with my all the women and the mom my mom's side of the family about Daniel and just their approach and their response was they didn't fight they were when Daniel was told when they told were told not to bow down you're gonna be thrown in the furnace they said okay and when Daniel was told not to pray or he would be killed he said okay and he went and prayed with the window open but they didn't fight right to do to do damage to some of these public figures that are so problematic would just you'd turn them into a martyr and then public opinion would swing in their direction I, I get that, and obviously God can do anything, but that would be, that story of you being martyred would get buried. And also, all those stories in the Bible of people being martyrs, you know who it had an effect on was people in authority. And if the authorities are the ones that martyr you, they, they are not going to be Well, in that case, they ended up, it. they were attempted to kill them and they well, weren't but there also were you know so i guess yeah if they lined the me up disciples on a firing were, squad the disciples and they pulled were the trigger and i don't die crucified stoned <laughs> the, but, I, well, I'm, but okay that's an example where they were not they, they didn't die but then in, you read acts and those guys died okay i want to point out something from a biblical standpoint too uh one the best answer is revival supernatural move love by for that god to be the, the holy answer. spirit but that's when Jesus uh, let me, comes let me, back. No, let me just point this out. I, I was having this discussion with um, uh, our friend Kevin, who's going to be here and speak on the 9th, October 9th. Um, folks, you, you got to realize, this. there's no, as bad as it is, biblically speaking, there's no indication that this is the end of this world like we seem to think it is sometimes. The Jews, they, you know, what has to happen, we know, because it tells Spells it out clearly. The temple needs to be built. There needs to be a priesthood who's practicing daily sacrifices and all these things, and they don't exist. The Jews do not possess the land to build the temple. The temple doesn't exist. There, are no, there is no priesthood. There are no sacrifices being offered. All those things have to happen first before they can be shut down by the Antichrist. That We are not there. It's not happening. That means, I don't know, maybe it starts unfolding a week from now. I don't know. But as of right now... We don't have those indications to say that we are potentially in the end times. So that must mean God has something else until we see different. God, we need to continue to believe that God could, in fact, bring revival and pray that he would. Does that make sense? Yes, I would love for I mean, that I'm to always happen. praying for revival. Probably 12 years ago, I did buy a new rifle, Buds, down in uh, Pigeon Forge. And it was limited to two boxes of ammo, 40 rounds. And shortly after that, it got into Alcoa, Tennessee, and went to the Walmart, which was our typical go-to store. And I did find a box of 250 rounds of 5.56, which she said, yeah, she'll sell it to me, this clerk that I'd worked with before. But she said, I would advise you pay cash. She said, they are checking, they do trace your visa cards. That was 12 years ago. Wow. And I, I believe think, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I wouldn't doubt it because no. who, the fact that we're just knowing it now doesn't mean that it hasn't been going on. That's, there, um, there was another question back. Yeah, I would, I would, especially after this now, I would always recommend now buying guns with cash. And of Until course, they go cashless. I, of course, they're trying, yeah, trying hard to go cashless. And then it's not only are we know what you bought, but we're going to know, we're going to decide whether or not we're going to allow you to buy it or not. Trade something then. So as, as you've alluded to, you know, times are tough. And it's Real hard, close. Hard for people. And, you know, I, I have a 
a friend that's a midget and he's just struggling to put food on the table. You're welcome, Kate. <laughs> what? He's struggling to put food on the yeah, table. I know. <laughs> we were, we were just a, thrown off by the. That was a, I'm not sure what I'm going to do with that. <laughs> what I'm going to do with that in post. In, that's going to get yeah. edited. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I have a question. No, um, you're good. You're good. For the elections. With all of the voter fraud that has, you know, happened and people banking on the November elections, what would be any different, you know, that they would try to steal all these elections? That, yeah, that, that, that's why I said public perception hasn't really reflected itself in the polls, and, that, and that's definitely what I'm referencing. Um, there isn't a good, there is, there's not a way to know, and it's going to vary state to state because a ton of states put in place, you know, well, as the Democrats would call it, racist voting restrictions but they just put in place you know no no more mass mail-in yeah, vote ballots, in person you know no more receiving a ID. ballot for your dead cat um like was an actual story so there's a lot of rules been put in place that hopefully will prevent that but it's only in certain states so you're i mean you're right well, I, I don't know well that, they that, did scan in votes like multiple multiple like and they would switch it on the screen people would have statements saying i wanted to vote and that wouldn't let me choose who i wanted to vote for so, yeah i've seen that and people signed that. affidavits affidavits saying such but that then that you got to have them, somebody follow was, up on it yeah you got to have legal authorities follow up on it and i'm like and they testified and it didn't matter i, I think i think it's bongino and unfortunately his only solution has been we just have to over so many we just have to we just have to Vote that win much by more. so much that yeah, you can't. That it, we have to win by so much that it doesn't matter, which is not a great answer. No. I agree with you though because I've said countless times to these two. I said the fact that they are doing things that clearly so many Americans are opposed to, and yet they're doing it anyways, and they're doing it right out in the open, makes me worry that they know it doesn't matter because they've got the vote taken care of. That that's been a big concern for mine for a long time. I guess we'll find out in November. Because again. you wouldn't do these if you were trying to get reelected. You wouldn't be doing. You wouldn't be destroying the country in the way that they are. You wouldn't be making people hurt. I thought I didn't even realize this. As soon as I brought this up on the way here, Dad pointed out immediately. He knew before I did. But so in our in Nevada, the we have a currently a, a Democrat governor, Sisolak, and the guy that the Republican nominee is named is Joe Lombardo. He used to be a sheriff. And everywhere there's a sign for Joe Lombardo in in Reno, there is a sign next to it that says Biden Sisolak, and it looks very much like a presidential like would. And it, so it's tying him Biden Sisolak, and it says like the Democratic Dream Team or Democrat Dream Team or something like that. And I and Cole and I saw those and we thought it was funny. We're like, why would he want to align himself with Biden? And then I found out from someone that. Joe Lombardo's campaign is putting those up everywhere. They put up a Joe Lombardo sign. They put that up next to it. And sure enough, like it doesn't say that it's like sponsored by, you know, anybody. And as soon as I started saying it, I didn't even have to finish yeah, it. That was negative. like, that was it's like the opponent putting that up. By tying yeah. him to Biden. Um, I just, yeah. So the idea that why would you do all these things out and like people are aligning themselves with Biden people are being so overtly ridiculous, but like, it's not helpful for them. So if they win in how spite many, of that, it's, how, yeah, how many people, uh, Democrat, how many Democrats are running for office this, this November who don't want Joe Biden to come campaign, campaign for, them? for them? Is that that Sheriff Joe that used to make the people sleep in the tents? Is that that guy? Joe, you said he was uh, yeah. a sheriff before. I bet it is. Sheriff, sheriff Joe, Joe, right? Wasn't I, that like a thing? And not, it was like in the is, desert and he made yeah. the inmates sleep that in the tents That is not outside. who I voted for in the primary, I, but... I don't know that his last name was Lombardo. Me it was something similar. It was something similar to that. Ew. Our party. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay, so not the same he's guy. Off the hook. I thought he was the guy that made him sleep in tents. I was going to say, definitely, I like him. Yeah, people either loved him or hated him. <laughs> okay, so November doesn't go the way we all hope and pray it does. Is that going to get the people in the streets? Somebody's going to be on know, the streets the one way or another. If it goes the way we want, yeah. there will be some people on the streets too. <laughs> yeah, my, my streets, our streets, what, what do we have to Nothing protest? Nothing will change here. We have to. We have to Get in the car and go somewhere to even do anything uh, because okay, but are you willing here, to? Who cares? But no, you kind of have to be willing to. Our biggest gonna... concern around here is going to be dealing with the shortages and inflation, and that's why I'm saying I need to talk to the chicken whisperer and you know buy a yeah, cow you need to and become self reliant, put a way more than we have been in this country for a hundred years. So, I, I my guess is that you're. 
I, I, I think that if it goes bad in November, that you're more likely to see this continuing division that's taking place, that more, more people are moving out of the blue states and into the red states, and, and this, the, the country is just self-sorting by political philosophy. Did you, I cannot remember all the names, but New York, I believe Democrats are backing the Republican. He's already in the Senate. He was the guy that got shot like last year at the base at the softball oh, game they um, all play. Steve, Steve Scalise. Scalise. Yes. They're backing him for what? For re-election. To be reelected, right even Democrats are. Right out in public, are? standing at a microphone, saying we've had it with our party and we're backing him. Well, even Steve, I would just say this for New York. Steve Scalise is. I mean, he's okay, but he's no, he's no rock rib conservative. Yeah. But he is, I mean, he's a Republican. But again, I don't, I'm tired of those Republicans who have that label, but that when, when we are being pummeled by the left woke culture, they don't do anything to push back. There's, I, I, there's a lot of Democrats who are funneling money into the Republicans they think they can beat. But right. This is the People first that one, they think are bad candidates. This is the first one that they've really come out and said, we're going to back this guy. Right. And I think mean it. New York's crazy. What can I say? <laughs> I know from personal experience. Guns and ammo are not the only thing they monitor your credit cards on. Like what else? I mean, that's you, vague. Can you think of? Okay. I mean, what are you what are you alluding to? Or do you not want to say on recording? Okay. Yeah, I would just say you know again, just be you know look at areas where maybe you can be a little bit have a little bit of preparation. You know, where if things do go bad for a little while, that you can you can get through it. I think that that's just prudent. I think it's just being wise. My mission. My goal is to have enough supplies that if something happens, I can get <laughs> to, to here. Yeah. I was talking about maybe starting buying some chickens, having some chickens. And these guys told me that they actually talked I about getting me a Corinne, chicken. We, we almost convinced Corinne to get him oh, a chicken yeah. for Father's she Day. She wanted to get a chicken for I, Father's I said, Day. And I, there was a group text going like, I jokingly, no. I jokingly said, you know, he mentioned wanting to get a chicken. And Corinne's like, oh, I'll do it. Like, you know, I'll do it. <laughs> We we yeah. said he'd probably get mad. I'm glad they didn't buy me. A I wasn't ready for it yet. I need I need to talk to the gambles first, the chicken whisperer, <laughs> before I buy a chicken.